Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to Booker Mode for this special episode. I'll be talking about alcohol and my abstinence from alcohol and a little bit of my experience so far. I'm about three and a half weeks in now and I'll answer a couple of your questions as well. I guess why I stopped drinking alcohol, there's a few reasons, but I think the main ones are to just continue to improve my mental and physical health. I think it's sort of well established that alcohol is not going to give us many positive effects and there's so many negative effects I think most people are aware of, which I'd go into in more detail in future episodes, but I'm trying to keep this nice and short. But I think I also want to challenge myself in our society. I think we all love drinking and I think it makes us comfortable in social situations. And I don't want to be scared of that those situations without needing alcohol as sort of a prerequisite. And I want to be able to have like good engagement and authentic conversations with people you know, without alcohol. And that's sort of my why. And I'll, I'll go a bit into my experience so far. I found it really easy and really enjoyable. I think I've never been a huge drinker and I think that has helped. But I have, you know, had big nights, I guess, being a teenager. But it's not like I'd have big nights every weekend. But probably in the last five months, I would have had a couple of drinks on the weekends consistently. And you know, for me, that's not really part of my identity that I see myself as. Like, I don't really see myself as a casual drinker. I'm more every now and again. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? And it, it didn't really align with who I want to be. And there's nothing wrong with alcohol. I'm not trying to demonize it, but it wasn't really fitting in with my values of taking care of my mental and physical health as much as I could. So that was one of the reasons I wanted to change things up and challenge myself a bit and see what I can actually do with my with my mind I guess because I don't think I think alcohol sort of can limit us a bit and I've definitely noticed huge improvements so far in my my mental health but I guess that's really broad but I guess I feel like we get after alcohol there's there's that down period so there's like a huge huge Saturday night or saying and then 
sometimes we have a really lazy, unproductive Sunday and then sort of there's that um, fatigue that, that we bring into the week from having not re- not being well rested from a Saturday. And I don't know, I just feel like I sort of lose momentum and that drains me a bit because I don't get to recover. And because I have so many things I want to do, I feel like it, it holds me back a little bit. And I think, why am I holding myself back just to have three or four on a Saturday night and and then sometimes six or seven and then there's people would be having 10 or 11 or even more and it's like you've got to sort of think does it really fit in with my life and what I'm doing and some of the other effects I've noticed have been like my creativity has gone through the roof probably after the first couple of weeks I'm like just my ability to like come up with ideas spontaneously especially for like Brooko mode content and ideas relating to future content and stuff like that, which I've been really motivated to do. And it just, I feel like my, that has come from alcohol because I feel a lot more clear headed and think alcohol, there's a lot of research done about neurodegeneration and all that stuff, like killing off your brain cells. But more fascinating to me is not that is that is neuroplasticity, like the ability of our brain to rewire itself and, and change itself and I think that that you can only really do that when you stop drinking alcohol it limits your ability to do that even if you're having a couple of drinks and that's probably I'm uh, that's really what I sort of questioned I think I, I pride myself on being quite intellectual and with and creative and all that sort of stuff but I felt like alcohol is holding me back so what are some of my social experiences so far I guess the, the main few I have, it's only been a couple of weeks, but, you know, I'm at a footy club. There's obviously huge drinking culture in most amateur sporting clubs. But I guess it's quite easy to say no, especially when there's not that much pressure on you because I feel like people know that I'm doing it or respect me not wanting to drink. And I guess I don't have my relationships with people are not based around drinking. Um, I think I have good engagement with people just by having genuine conversations and it's not built upon alcohol. I think a lot of people, if they had this experience of not drinking, they would actually see who they really have authentic relationships with. And sometimes they, you know, drinking buddies and stuff like that. I've, I've seen a lot of people who do these drinking challenges and they lose a lot of friendships because they were more just drinking partners and, I don't know, I'm not really a fan of that because, yeah, it's like, oh, have a good time with, but what are you actually really doing? I think there's a lot better ways to have relationships. But that's, I guess, my values. I guess if you're different, then I can I can accept that. But I think we all need to really question ourselves a little bit about is this really what we want to be doing? I'm not trying to get too philosophical, but I don't know. I feel like people will have that reflection from time to time and think, is this is this really what I want to be doing? But sometimes we drink so much and we get caught in our cycle that we – we forget that we could be doing other things. And I guess probably my only really going out experience was on the weekend and and I went out to to look out. And I guess not drinking doesn't mean you don't have to drink. It's just not you're not drinking alcohol. And I guess if you reframe it from I'm not drinking alcohol sorry, I'm not instead of saying like I'm not drinking, you say I'm not drinking alcohol. You can still drink. So I was having a few like um, lemon lime bitters just because I not just to have a drink in my hand, but because it was you know nice to drink. Like you, um, it's better than just standing still and nothing. And then once it the night progressed, everyone started to drink more. People wanted to dance. 
I guess at first there was probably three stages I was in with that experience. The first one was like, I'm not like in my head, I was thinking, oh, I'm not drinking. This is weird. Like, I don't think I really enjoy this. Like, what do I do? I'm still drinking, but it's not alcohol. But then I was still comfortable because I'm really comfortable with myself. So that wasn't the problem, but it just felt a bit weird, I guess. And I guess I was in your head, you start thinking, oh, do these people know I'm not drinking and I'm not trying to be loose? Like, and I'm like, and then, I, and then that was probably the first stage. And I wasn't really happy with that headspace I was in. So I wanted to transition to be a bit more relaxed, but I guess you can't force anything. But, but also I think you can force something because I feel like when you do things, stuff comes from that. So I think with alcohol, when you don't drink, it limits your ability to be impulsive because basically alcohol's initial effect through the prefrontal cortex is we become more impulsive because our ability to control our inhibitions from with our top-down control is limited. That's like alcohol's main effect initially. And I think that's why if you're not drinking you sort of just got to be a bit courageous and do things. So once I started to dance and settle into it, I actually felt really comfortable and actually probably it probably took me 45 minutes to really get into it. And, and, and to be honest, that was some of the most fun I'd had in terms of I've gone out drinking, been more hammered than that and not wanted to dance like that. I actually felt really euphoric and I actually was able to have fun and forget that I wasn't drinking. That was probably the main thing. I forgot that I wasn't drinking for a little bit there and I was – and then that was probably the third stage where I got to and I thought, okay, you actually don't need alcohol. And that was a, a big breakthrough mentally where I was like, okay, you, you don't need it. But it, I guess it came from the fact that no one was really – it's not that easy because no one was really saying like, oh, let's get drink. Everyone knows like my friend group that I'm not really drinking, so it's not a big thing. But I guess if you're hanging around people and you're scared to say that you don't want to drink that – you worried that what they might say and think, and it becomes really hard and and, and stuff. Like that. I think you got to be if you don't want to drink with this culture and how most friendships are built around, especially going out. I think you have got to be quite upfront about, you know, you want to take a break, respect my decision, that sort of thing, instead of trying to go secretive about it. Because I think it just can become too difficult because you just fall to that peer pressure, I guess. But that's been some of my experiences so far. I guess like improved mental clarity creativity I've been able to stick to my goals more I've been all that sort of stuff um and it's been really a positive experience so far and I continue to do it and see you know how much more that can go and whether it's sort of just like a that sort of I've reached most of the benefits I'm going to get but from what the research I've done I still think there's there's more to go um and I think the more you the bigger drink you are the more immediate the short-term effects are so if you're drinking 10 15 drinks on a Saturday night or even multiple nights in the week, if you stop drinking for, for the amount I've stopped drinking, your benefits would be way more relative to mine just because I'm not a huge drinker. But I still think it's beneficial even if you're a moderate drinker because from the research I've done, even low to moderate drinkers, there's still there's still so much evidence around the negative effects even if you're not a huge drinker. So I'll get into a few, a couple of the questions. I've got one here. Are you avoiding social situations because you know you won't be drinking? Now, it's a great question because I think that comes from our ability to be comfortable with ourselves. I think if you're someone who's really scared of what people are going to think and say, you probably would avoid those situations. And in the past, I reckon I've avoided situations because I don't really want to drink. 
And I think that's really bad, really bad because you can still have social experiences without the need for alcohol. And that's what I'm trying to test myself with and push myself to do because I don't think we should need alcohol as a prerequisite for great social experiences. And so, yeah, I haven't avoided them because I think I'm really, really comfortable with who I am and what I what I want to do and stand for. And I guess, but I guess everyone's going to be a lot different with that and how comfortable they are to put themselves out there and not drink. And I think you'd be very surprised, very surprised at how scared people are to not drink alcohol. And I th- and people say like, oh, you're not drinking alcohol, you're a pussy, whatever. And that hasn't been said, but people would say that, you know, maybe a couple of years ago. But I actually think the people who are really scared are the ones who might not want to drink alcohol and drink alcohol because they want to fit in. And there's people who want to do things with their lives and want to take ownership, but they're scared because of what other people are going to think. That's that's actually more, that's less, that's not courage. It, it takes courage to continue to be the person you want to be without conforming to what you know Australian society wants you to be. Because people want to pull you down most of the time and hold you back. But at the end of the day, you're the only one who can hold yourself back. So another question, how would you respond to someone giving you a hard time for not drinking? I guess this is sort of similar to the first one because it's, I think it's all interlinked with your ability to be comfortable with yourself and not worry about what other people are saying. And I guess a lot of the time people who do give you a hard time drinking, it's honestly most of the time a reflection of them and something that's going on with them and maybe drinking is a huge part of their identity or they're very insecure about something and they're sort of projecting it onto you. I guess it's really hard to generalise here. But how would I respond? To be honest, I wouldn't really care because I don't really think there's much you can say like that could hurt my feelings um, because I'm so proud of my ability to stick to my goal and, and my own path instead of you know, I'm forging my own path and I think that's the main thing. I don't think anyone's words about not drinking are really going to hurt me. Another one here, are you finding yourself feeling happier? Yes, I am, but it's very hard to just say, oh, that's because of alcohol. I think I was already in a really good headspace before I stopped drinking. I just think there's been an eve, it's just gone to another level. And I think if you're a huge drinker, I reckon there's a, and if you're a huge drinker, and and you're struggling with mental health and there's so many other factors at play but alcohol is not helping you at all um there's so many brain effects that i'll go into in future episodes but it's definitely worth even limiting alcohol consumption can have a huge benefit you don't have to full fully abstain but i think people get carried away and I'll, i'll do more in a future episode on this but definitely finding myself feeling a little more a little happier and i guess probably not just happier but i guess i guess content with what i'm doing like i'm just i'm ha- i'm i feel fulfilled because i'm doing what i feel like is my my purpose the last question i got here is actually i got two more do you notice more energy and a less sluggish feeling like you can do stuff non-stop and i guess that depends for me uh, definitely improvements, but not drastic to the point where I'd say it's like life changing or anything. I guess if you're a huge drinker, you're going to have, it's going to vary depending on how big a drink you are. And 
I definitely a less sluggish feeling on Sundays, obviously after drinking and playing sport. So I feel like I've I've gained a day. I feel like I actually use Sundays well. And gaining a day is huge because that's so much time. And then I feel like I don't bring that fatigue into Monday and then Monday's better. And then my Tuesday, I'm, I'm stu- I feel like I'm a lot more fresh because if you can recover well, I, I guess you can come to Monday fresh. But I feel like I don't bring as much f- accumulated fatigue because I'm recovering well from not drinking alcohol. And another question I got here is the short-term and long-term benefits of not drinking alcohol. And I guess there's so much research you can do on your own. This is like, I guess the short-term benefits, I think the clearness in the head is probably one of the immediate short-term benefits. Uh, Depends how big a drink you are, but that's one of the ones I've noticed. And also like creativity, even after a couple of weeks, I think that comes, coincides with the, the clearness in the head. And then I guess the long-term benefits of neuroplasticity, you know, your ability to sort of change the way your brain functions, I guess, and, and develop new pathways because your brain's actually, people just think you have a fixed amount of whatever in your brain and then alcohol just removes it, removes it, removes it. And then, and that's it. But if you stop drinking alcohol, you can actually, you can get back different things that you've lost And I think that's probably a bit of a misconception with alcohol. So yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. I wanted to keep it nice and sharp under 20 minutes. I'll do some more episodes on sort of the the brain effects so people can have a bit more understanding. And then by the time that comes in a few weeks, I would have had a few more experiences not drinking. We'll see if anything's changed from there. But I guess now if you've listened this far, I just want to say, I was going to say at the start of the episode, but I guess it's probably more better to say at the end because it means you've listened um, you know, thanks to everyone for their support so far with the podcast um, and all that sort of stuff with all my content. And yeah, it means the world to me, especially I've been getting a lot of long messages from people occasionally, like out of the blue. And honestly, that means the world to me because that's the sort of stuff that keeps me going. You know, I'm not doing this because I want people to think I'm amazing. I want to do this to help other people. And I think that can sometimes get lost in the in that sort of social media field, especially because people always can be a bit cynical but I'm just trying to help others and I guess that's going to be what I want to do with with my with my job and sort of this whole brand stuff I'm trying to create. But anyways, yeah, it means the world to me and I um, hope you guys enjoyed that little summary so far. But yeah, if there's any more questions, feel free to message me. I'm always happy to get back to everyone and I mean, I know there's not heaps of people right now, but I'm confident that as I continue to bring a more powerful message and learn more and more and spread spread what I know I feel like this this um this is going to grow and you know I'm really really excited about the future and yeah thanks again guys and I hope you enjoyed it so research try and find but you don't know where to go so many thoughts flood through your mind you're confused and want to know mystery what is to be so much more than meets the eye listen to me time is your key you'll find out by and by you hold up 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.